0: Hi everyone. And welcome to the show on today's episode. I have a fantastic guest with us that I know you're going to be super excited to hear on the show today. We have Dr. Kylie Burton. She's a certified functional medicine practitioner. She's an author, a podcast host, and she is a functional lab expert. So welcome Kylie. How are you today?
1: I'm doing great, Brandy. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. So can you tell us a little bit about how you got into your field of work, how you decided to become a functional medicine practitioner, and
1: how you got so passionate about labs? Yeah, let's, let's flash back about 10 years ago in my life. I'm 32 now. I was 22 then. I just graduated with a nutrition degree, so a bachelor's degree in nutrition. And I like this idea of food as medicine, right? Now, I grew up Western medicine. You got sick, you went got an antibiotic. It just, that's the way we knew. That's what we knew. So that's what we did. When I graduated, I knew that was just one step in my journey. I started applying for just about every job under the sun. And I got hired as an assistant for a chiropractor who practiced functional medicine. No clue what either one of them was. Never been to a chiropractor before in my life. I was 22 years old. And he introduced me to this world of functional medicine, which is really uh, getting down to what's causing our health problems, right? Yeah. And the more I worked in his office as an assistant, the more I just, I loved it. But I also found that women were coming in and they were telling me a whole bunch of women problems like libido and sex drive and menopause and hormones and periods and just stuff that you don't want to talk to a man about. Right. (laughs) So they would tell me and then they would say, don't tell the doctor, even though I would tell them it's not my job, but if you tell him, he can help you with that. Yeah. So I finally just decided, screw it. Why don't I just go get that piece of paper so I can be the doctor and help the women who are not receiving the help that they need. Yeah. So I did. So I went up to Oregon. I'm from Utah. Originally I went to Oregon for chiropractic school where I got introduced to more functional medicine. Um, they had, I chose that specific school for their master's program, but because they didn't incorporate enough lab and clinical experience into that program, I didn't do it. I did a different one instead. That was online at the same time, but more importantly, The tide really shifted for me when I had this patient come in from the community who, as a student, I had to work underneath the clinician's degree, right? So you had to get everything you did okayed by the head clinician because, really, you were working with his license. So I had told him about all about functional medicine, what I wanted to do, and how I was incorporating it with clients, and he was totally fine with that. There was a specific patient who came in to see me. Um, She had a migraine for three years. Wow. Nothing was helping it. Um, The MRI, the CT scan, the blood work, it was all quote normal. Right. (laughs) And she was getting to the point where living wasn't worth living anymore.
0: Yeah.
1: She was mid fifties. And I remember her coming into the treatment room, any kind of light was too stimulating. So we had to find a a blanket to cover the window, turn the lights off and, and get as much light out of the room as possible. And as I started going through the process, I realized that the way we are trained to read blood work and to read labs is failing so many of us. And right then and there, I like vowed to myself that if I wanted to get different results, I had to look at labs differently. Yeah. So I've done extensive trainings. Now I teach practitioners how to do this um, because The blood work that we already have in our possession, the CBC, the metabolic panel, the lipid panel, the thyroid panel, the vitamin D, the hormones, we have it. Yeah. Insurance most likely paid for it, which makes it cheaper on our end sometimes. And why not just use that? Why not figure out a way to find the answers that we're looking for Google on Google for inside the blood work we already have?
0: Right.
1: We're going to dive into that today.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I think that speaks to so many people because I know, like you mentioned, I, I myself, trying to get my diagnosis, saw over 40 different practitioners and was told I was normal by all of them. And so. What, <laughs> it, what ended up being
1: your diagnosis?
0: So I had Hashimoto's. I've since. I was going to guess Hashimoto's. <laughs> uh, <yep. laughs> but I can't tell you how many times I had thyroid labs panels ran and was told you're completely normal. There's nothing wrong with your thyroid. And I was like, something is wrong. And so, yeah, my hair is
1: falling out. I can't lose weight. I'm cold all the time. Yep. Yeah. So many women get it.
0: Yeah. So I'm really interested to hear kind of a little bit more about how you use these labs, what steps you take um, in your practice to help people like me and like so many other people that are listening on the show that have been told so many times you're normal.
1: Like it's just normal life. Don't worry about it. You're normal. Go drink, (laughs) go sleep more, go take this antidepressant. It's because you're a mom. It's because you're a grandma. It's because, you know, you, you get it, you hear it all. And that's one of the reasons why I wrote my book. It's called, why are my labs normal? And it literally goes into, I share way more about labs inside that $20 book than I should ever share. But it ultimately is here's your blood work. Here's what it really says. And I'm going to make this so simple that anybody with or without a medical background can get it. Yeah. So let's use thyroid as example. Let's let's dive into thyroid Hashimoto's autoimmune. And what can the typical patterns be that we find inside the labs? Right. Yeah. So you've experienced this TSH, the standard thyroid marker that everybody gets. Mm -hmm. And most likely you're told it's normal. Yet you have all the thyroid symptoms. So if we look at that normal lab range, say it's most likely, depending on the lab, it's around 0.5 to Mm 5.5. That's a pretty big range. That's like trying to find your favorite restaurant somewhere between California and New York. (laughs) Good luck. Whereas if we can take that range and we make it smaller and say, now let's find your favorite restaurant in California. Let's find your favorite restaurant in Ohio. Let's find it in Georgia or Ohio or I don't know, Kentucky, whatever, Utah. We're going to take that range and make it smaller, condense it. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to say, if you fall outside of this range, now you feel like crap, Mm -hmm. but not crappy enough to have a diagnosis.
0: Yeah.
1: So we're going to take that concept and we're going to do that with every lab that we do that we use. The CBC, the regular standard blood tests we all have, the lipid panel, cholesterol, the metabolic panel, things like adrenal fatigue and leaky gut and insomnia, reasons for insomnia and liver problems can all be found inside of the metabolic panel. if you're thinking, wait, I was told it was normal, right? I don't have <laughs> liver disease. I don't have kidney disease. I don't have, the way that we're trained to read labs, it's, the problem is that it's not because it's your doctor. It's because it's the way your doctor was trained. Right. That's what's failing us is it's saying we don't know what to do with you unless you have symptoms that fit underneath an umbrella. And then you have the labs to back up the positive diagnosis. Right. So you had all the symptoms, but according to the labs,
0: right,
1: it was a negative. I don't I don't know your journey since starting Hashimoto's or getting the diagnosis. Um, but the way I approach autoimmune disease is, which is what Hashimoto's is, is, um, let's figure out what triggered it. Why did you all of a sudden start feeling like crap and having your hair fall out? And no matter what you ate or how hard you exercised, you were still gaining weight and you were cold all the time. And, um, probably libido is gone too. Who knows why then what started it? Do you remember a moment where you just could tell me when you started feeling like crap?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I know that my um, Hashimoto's was initiated after my second child was born.
1: Yeah, that's common too. I was fine. I was completely (laughs) fine until I had my kid number two and then everything tanked downhill. (laughs) So labor and delivery pregnancy that can be a trigger. Now the most common trigger for Hashimoto specifically and any autoimmune generally are infections. And these are low grade hidden infections in which you're not going to run to your doctor too. And you're going to say, Hey, look, I was listening to this podcast and this girl, she was telling me that based off of this number, I have a bacterial infection. Don't do that. The doctor will <laughs> laugh. at you. Right. And the reason why is because it's not active enough to have a positive test result. So E. coli, campylobacter, C. diff, H. pylori, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. unless you're sitting on the toilet for 30 days straight, it's not going to be a positive test. These are infections that are low grade, typically chronic, that are just hanging out where, Brandy, if you experience this, you'll you'll understand some days are good. Some days you feel energized and you can get the dishes and the laundry clean and still have energy to make dinner. Yep. Other days, by the time dinner comes around, you're ordering takeout. Now, yes, that's part of motherhood. (laughs) Right. I have a five-year-old and an almost two-year-old. I get it. HelloFresh has come to the rescue many times. But we can also look at it and say, there's a reason why I'm chronically tired. There's a reason why I need to take my kids to my in-laws so they can go to the park with them, not me. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why I have to take a nap in order to survive the day. There's a reason why I'm forgetting my kid to go pick up my kid from kindergarten. There's there's reasons for this. And if you were to jump inside the blood work, we're gonna dive into the labs right now. So if you're listening, go grab your blood work, whether it's on your patient portal or in your hands, in your possession. Grab it. The very top marker on the CBC. It's called the white blood cell count. W B C. Now You're probably within the normal range, but are you within the ideal range, which is between five and eight? So if you're looking at your white blood cell count and it's 4.7, that's going to be low, which means you're not crazy anymore. It's not because you're a mom. It's not because you're just sleep deprived. There's actually something in your body that your body's fighting. And it's making it very difficult for you to have energy for anything else. So less than five or greater than eight. That's the I have an infection kind of thing. And what type? The most common type of infection for triggering autoimmune disease are viruses, especially Hashimoto's. <coughs> so maybe for you it was pregnancy. For somebody else, you know, they get Hashimoto's at 27, their mom got it at 47. Uh, they're worried about their little girl getting it at 17. Mm-hmm. You're showing all the symptoms, right? Yeah. Why does somebody get it at 27 versus 17? Why does somebody get a type 1 diabetes diagnosis at 21 versus 11? And as you look back in the labs, you can see, oh, this lymphocyte marker, L-Y-M-P-H, site this lymphocyte marker, that was like a 38% when I felt like crap two months ago when I had this lab test done. Mm-hmm. My body's fighting a low-grade virus. Now you know the triggers. You can go in and help your immune system with the ingredients it needs, fight these things, and take something like an antiviral. Now I'm not treating your thyroid. I'm not even treating Hashimoto's. I'm treating what caused the scenario. Yeah. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. So I would be curious to go back and all of those blood work that I guarantee you had were <laughs> the 40 doctors yep. and figure out who missed it.
0: Right. All 40. Just because
1: they're trained to read labs the wrong way.
0: <laughs> right.
1: I mean, now if they're reading labs and you say it's liver disease and, or fatty liver disease or heart failure, cancer or whatever, I mean, they're going to be really good at that stuff. Thank heavens! But as far as the chronic concerns, the I feel like crap yet my labs are normal. That's where the system fails.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, for me, I know that I actually ended up diagnosing myself before I actually had a physician diagnose me because that's just who I am. Uh,
1: (laughs) That's who many people are because they've had to give up, which is why I say you're at it's Google MD. Whereas, hey, grab my book and figure out what it is without having to rely on Google. But more importantly, it's going to teach you how to become healthy, diagnosis or not.
0: Right.
1: So once we're becoming healthy, if we have an autoimmune diagnosis, I don't care if it's Parkinson's, MS, um, Alzheimer's, endometriosis, Crohn's, IBS, IBD, rheumatoid arthritis. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. It all comes back to one issue. Our immune system,
0: right?
1: Hence the term autoimmune. Mm-hmm. So, uh, are you on medication for thyroid?
0: Um, I am still on a very very low grade T three T four medication.
1: At least it's the combination. Most <laughs> people aren't even getting up that much. Yeah. Um, how do you, how do you feel like it's helped?
0: A ton. Yeah. I, um, so when I initially was officially diagnosed by a physician, um, my antibodies were actually over a thousand and now they're congratulations.
1: (laughs) Now they're somebody (laughs) finally (laughs) took the right lab and voila, positive test result.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, so I've, I've actually personally been on a barrage of, um, different ranges of thyroid medication. I was lucky enough that I, had done so much research and worked in the healthcare industry at that time and talked to a bunch of, a bunch of people, um, outside of the physicians I saw for my own care. But, um, I was lucky enough to determine that natural thyroid medication was the only way that I was willing to go and that I wanted both T3 and T4 in my medication. And so I think that that went a long way in helping me, um, get to the point where I could reverse my Hashimoto's faster than, than I, I probably
1: could have. So now, now what are your antibodies? Undetectable. <laughs> pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> now I have a lot of people who will do, you know, they'll do my regimen or whatever they hear on a podcast. I'll take the antiviral and boost their vitamin D up and then they go get the lab test and it doesn't change or their antibodies are like skyrocket high. Mm-hmm. Now, the more I work with antibodies, cause I really love working with autoimmune is they will fluctuate on a moment's notice. Yeah. So one time they're going to be in the 1500s, one time they're going to be 600, and the next time they're going to be 21, and then they're going to be 2,000. And So as far as antibodies are concerned, if you're listening, don't use them as a way to monitor your progress. Yeah, Use how you feel as a way to monitor your progress. Mm-hmm. So step number one, figure out the trigger, remove it, And like I said, go back to the lymphocytes. I don't even know if I showed you with the the golden number, the lymphocytes. If it's above a thirty percent, you're looking at a low grade virus, which is the most common cause of chronic fatigue and the most common trigger of autoimmune.
0: Yeah.
1: Here's step number two. Now that once you've removed the trigger, you're helping your body fight it off. You got to feed your immune system with what it needs. That's vitamin D amongst other things, but vitamin D is like the key nutrient yeah. and the lab range for it's pathetic. Once again, 32 to hundred. Yeah. I guarantee if you're in the thirties, you're going to feel like crap. Maybe even in the forties and the fifties, I like to see people around 80. And if it's above hundred, I don't care. Yeah. Cause all that means is your cells are getting the vitamin D it needs. Your immune system is getting the vitamin D it needs to do its job. So that's step number two, give the immune system what it needs. And then step number three, the final step of conquering autoimmune disease and kicking it to the curb, like you say, putting it in remission <clears throat> is to rehab the gut because the gut is our auto is our immune system.
0: Yeah.
1: And that requires more than just a probiotic and a prebiotic. We did it all. <laughs> Twenty
0: minutes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know, I think it's. I'm glad that you mentioned the gut because I think that was for me personally was a huge turning point of starting to feel better and really starting to heal is when I got to the point where I could actually start focusing on the gut. When I finally got to the point where that was like, you know, when I got my vitamin D and and track and got all of these things and got to that point. Um, that was really where I noticed the turning point for me for a lot of my symptoms. I mean, things started kind of falling off along the way where it was like, okay, I don't feel that anymore. I don't feel that anymore. But that was really the turning point where it was like, I saw this massive wave of like symptoms start to disappear when I really started healing my gut and rebuilding it and refeeding it and doing all of those things. And so I think that's, that's a really important part that a lot of, you know, conventional medicine doctors miss too. And, and that's not a step that you usually hear.
1: Yeah, and when you say heal the gut, what did that entail for you?
0: Yeah, for me it was a lot of things. So I had leaky gut and I had dysbiosis. So um, I actually had like the bad bacteria was overrunning. I'd, like I had almost no good bacteria. Like it was just so. Like, what that
1: means is that you were had some major GI complaints, probably even diarrhea, constipation, or both. Um, never could have a regular bowel movement, or what's taking magnesium or something to make yourself have a bowel movement with acid reflux and indigestion and a heartburn and all that, all the good stuff. Yeah. Now here's the cool thing. Did you do a breath test for
0: that?
1: Yes. Yeah. SIBO breath test. Okay. I'm going to teach you a trick.
0: Okay.
1: Inside blood work that we already have, right? I shared with you the lymphocyte marker. Yep. That's for viruses. Now there's a marker for SIBO. Technically it's bacterial infections, but that was, that's what SIBO is. Yeah. Yeah. The right above that lymphocyte marker is the is the marker called neutrophils.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Neutrophils, their job is to fight bacteria. So when you say you're, you're bad bacteria, you're bad guys, we're way overflowing. Mm-hmm. If someone's listening and they have chronic joint pain, IBS, IBD, um, but they're constantly looking into the the gastroenterologist and yet no relief. Mm-hmm. If the neutrophil marker is above 60%, now you can bypass the breath test and save yourself $250. Yeah. And treat it accordingly. Because now you know there's a reason why I can't have a bowel movement, or there's a reason why I'm having four or five of them a day. There's a reason why I don't feel like my food is absorbing. There's a reason why the biggest thing with bacterial infections is joint pain. Mm-hmm. Because again, they're infections. They can attack any cell, any system, any organ, any gland of the body.
0: Yeah.
1: But they attack. That depends on your genes. If Hashimoto's runs in your family, it's going to attack your thyroid. Mm-hmm. Parkinson's runs in my family. It's going to attack my nervous system. Yeah. Pretty cool little tricks, tricks and secrets. Yeah, yeah that's I'm going to awesome. give you one more before we head out. Okay. Yeah. Because we're talking about autoimmune. So you can find if your body has a pattern of autoimmune in it. Now I use those words very carefully. I don't care if you have a diagnosis. I don't care if you don't. Mm -hmm. If you have like moments where you days where you feel good and then moments where you have a quote flare, Mm -hmm. where you feel like junk those few days. If you go back into your labs, we've talked about the two markers, neutrophils and lymphocytes. Neutrophils, we want around 60%. Lymphocytes, we want around 30%. Now notice the 60, 30. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That's a two to one ratio. Yeah. What if they start to meet in the middle and they start becoming 44% and 48% or 46% and 41%? The closer they meet in the middle, the more likely it is that you have autoimmune component as part of your health story. And that's what we call an autoimmune flare. Yeah. So the day you took that lab test, you felt like junk. Mm -hmm. And it's right there in the numbers. 44, 42%. Oh, look, my body's fighting autoimmune. I need to go in, figure out what triggered it. And if it's a 44% on the lymphocytes, you definitely have a viral component triggering because that's way over 30%.
0: Yeah.
1: Tackle the viral, feed your immune system with what it needs, rebuild the gut, Then you can protect the thyroid. Then you can go in and heal the nervous system. Then you can go in and heal the Crohn's, but you got to calm the immune system down first.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I know that there's so many people listening and I know this because I get messages all the time is you know, there, there's so much information in the labs. And so people I know are, are already either pulled out their labs or they're looking at them and they're trying to see what, what they can find. And if you're not, please do that. Um, (laughs) but, But there's so much information in there. And so then I think for a lot of people, the, the question is what's the next step I've been to this, you know, this doctor or this physician or this specialist or whatever, and I'm told I'm normal, but now I'm looking at it and I see that I'm not. So what do I do? So I think there's a lot of like, you know, need for support or direction. And I always tell people find a functional medicine doctor um, to help you with your next steps, but what would the next steps be? What would your suggestion be? If someone's sitting at home, looking at their labs going, Oh my gosh, I have everything. She just said,
1: <laughs> <laughs> go grab the book. That's the first thing. Yeah. So the book is called the wire. My lab is normal. You can get all the details at dr. Okay. That will go into more than just the two markers or the three markers we talked about that will break down a whole bunch of other stuff. Because you have to remember the blood work that you have and the puzzle pieces that you find inside the blood work. They are just that they're puzzle pieces. I'm not treating your diagnosis. I'm not treating your symptoms. I'm treating you as a whole person where everything interacts. So The book is going to teach you all of the puzzle pieces that you can find inside your blood work. Then it's going to map out the healing journey. Now we want to be healed overnight. We yeah. want to feel better next week. That's just not reality, right? Especially the longer you've been sick, the longer it's going to take to heal, typically. Mm-hmm. So your body has to go through five processes, steps, as you will. Okay, so you find the answers inside your blood work, and then you're going to go and you're going to grab my free blood work cheat guide that has the five steps in it. That's also at drkellyburton.com/slash/free. So grab that because it's going to pair everything and walk you through. Here's what you do. First, you treat this. Here's what you do. Second, you treat this, and then you go third, fourth, fifth down the line. And that's how your body needs to heal. It's got to heal in steps, not just you can't throw. I mean, you could, you could take a hundred supplements at one time, but most people who are doing that still feel like crap, even though they're still taking hundred supplements. Yeah. So it's taking what you need to heal and then walking your body through that journey. And the appropriate steps. So grab your book, grab the copy of your book, Why Are My Labs Normal, drkellyburton.com, and then grab the free cheat guide that goes with it. And that will literally give you all the tools and the how. Because if I say you see a bacteria on a viral infection in your labs, I will then tell you what you need to go order to get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, way, it's way too much for 20 bucks for free. <laughs> but I want to help. I want I want people to not you know have to second mortgage their house to get help that they need. Yeah. So why are my labs normal? The book plus the cheat guy that goes with it. Dr.
0: I love that. And if, and I know that you have a lot of really great information out there on Instagram and social media, and you share all kinds of tools and, and wonderful information. So can you share that information so people can find you there as well?
1: Yeah. TikTok, Instagram at Dr. Kylie Burton. I have a podcast called beyond the diagnosis with Dr. Kylie, where we dive a whole bunch more into it.
0: Awesome. So great. Thank you so much for being on the show today and for sharing all this information. It's going to be so helpful for so many people. I know that there are people out there listening that this is going to be super beneficial for. And um, I know that you've answered so many questions that I get from people all the time. And I know that they're thinking, oh my gosh, this is so helpful. So thank you so much. And, and definitely go out and order Dr. Kylie's book because it sounds fantastic. And again, Yeah, for 20 bucks, that sounds like an absolute steal. So thank you so much for doing that.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Brandy. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Thank you everyone for listening and we will catch you on the next episode. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for listening. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens with 75 absorbable vitamins and minerals in just one scoop per day. I've increased my energy, immune function, and so much more. AG is a non-negotiable part of my daily routine. For your own risk-free AG plus 20% off and free vitamin D3 K2 supplement, go to www.athleticgreens.com backslash autoimmune, or look in the notes of this podcast and you can find the link there. Trust me, you want to add Athletic Greens to your day. It makes such a huge difference.